Today, we're talking about 1095Cs because there's not much that HR professionals love more than tax forms. I'm your host, Ryan McCoslin, and it's my job to help you understand and demystify human resources stuff facing small and medium-sized employers. And I know about this stuff because I happen to be an HR party of one. My employer, Bernie Portal, is bringing you this show based on our experience serving thousands of employers and their HR parties of one, or sometimes two or three, through our all-in-one HRIS, Bernie Portal. I've had a first row seat observing HR parties of one in action, and I've studied this deeply to tease out what works. Welcome to HR Party of One. This is especially topical and relevant in the first quarter of every year. We're releasing this episode at a time when, well, HR Parties of One already have 1095Cs on the brain. These are the forms that ensure employers are compliant with the Affordable Care Act's employer mandate. Uh, A disclaimer, for the avoidance of doubt, I'm not your attorney or tax advisor. If I were, I'd probably be charging you. 1095Cs need to be provided to employees by January 31st and filed with the IRS by February 28th if filing by paper, or electronically by March 31st. Oh, and just a note, for the 2019 tax year, the IRS has actually extended the deadline for mailing to employees to March 2nd, 2020. If you have more than 250 1095Cs to file, you're required to file electronically. So likely you've already got these in the works to get to employees in the next week or so. It's worth asking, how much of a hassle was handling 1095Cs this year? And why do we have to file them in the first place? 1095Cs are the product of the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, that 2010 law that's been the source of a million headlines, and for some, a million headaches. The ACA did a lot. It's a massive law. But one of the things that most employers are aware of is that it it created the employer mandate. This is the law that requires any applicable large employer to provide a group health coverage option to their employees, or pay a fine. Coverage also has to meet certain standards. This part of the law went into effect in 2015, and the first 1095Cs were filed in 2016. What's an applicable large employer? Well, any employer with 50 or more employees, or full-time employee equivalents. According to healthcare research and philanthropy organization, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, more than 1.6 million businesses are required to offer group benefits through this mandate. For many employers, the employer mandate was just business as usual, except for having to file a new tax form. That's because many organizations have offered health benefits for decades, well before the Affordable Care Act, to boost recruitment and retention of employees. In fact, employers have been offering group health coverage since at least World War II, when the federal government implemented wage caps to curb inflation. Here's a quick timeline within a timeline. Due to rising inflation during the war, Franklin Roosevelt signed into law the Stabilization Act of 1942, implementing a wage freeze. Employers couldn't offer employees higher pay, and they had to think of creative ways to attract and keep the best employees. So what did most employers do? They started offering group health benefits to employees. If employers were not previously offering health insurance, they began to offer it. If employers were already offering it prior to 1942, they offered even better benefits. Tax code regarding employee-based insurance at the time was ambiguous. Many employers offered benefits tax-free to employees, but it wasn't explicitly stated that doing so was legal. Fortunately, the Internal Revenue Code of 1954 explicitly excluded employer-provided health insurance from what would be an employee's gross income. This allowed employers to write health insurance off as an expense, and it allowed employees to reap these benefits tax-free. With the IRS's tax-exempt blessing, more employers offered group health insurance, and with such a huge tax incentive, it would be unwise for employers not to offer health insurance to their employees. 
Then the ACA was passed in 2010 and the employer mandate requiring employers to offer coverage went into effect. So that's how groups of all sizes began offering health coverage. But before the ACA, doing so was at the discretion of the employer. And some chose not to, for cost or other reasons. For some groups, especially those right around 50 employees, having to offer coverage represented a big lift. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation reports there's about 200,000 businesses with between 50 and 99 workers. But these groups were required to start offering coverage all the same. And the 1095C is how the government kept track. So for these employers, who maybe weren't offering benefits before, and unsure of why they had to now, it's worth exploring a little bit of the thinking behind the employer mandate. And then we'll get to how to make this handling this year's form super easy and simple. In general, the ACA wanted to reduce the uninsured rate. Before 2013, which is when the major coverage provisions of the law went into effect, the uninsured rate was 44 million Americans, or 17%. Requiring employers to offer coverage was one way to reduce the uninsured rate, in addition to reforms that made it easier for consumers to get individual coverage. And today, the law has seen some changes from the Trump administration, but the employer mandate so far hasn't been touched. It's still in place. So let's talk about what both the employer mandate means for you and also how some of those changes might lead to some confusion for HR and business owners. First, what are your obligations? If you're an applicable large employer, meaning you have 50 or more full-time or full-time equivalent employees, you'll need to file 1095Cs this year. The 1095C form provides details about the coverage offered as well as which months employees were covered. This form is distributed to employees as well as filed with the IRS, whereas the 1094C is filed only with the IRS. What if I don't want to file? Well, according to the IRS, the penalty for failure to file an information return generally is $100 for each return for which such failure occurs. The total penalty imposed for all failures during a calendar year cannot exceed $1.5 million, but that's a lot. The fine for not complying with the employer mandate is even higher. There are actually two kinds of penalties here. Some call them the sledgehammer penalty, which applies to employers who fail to offer any coverage. And then there's the tack hammer penalty, applying to employers who offer a plan that doesn't meet ACA standards. The sledgehammer penalty in 2020 is $2,570 per year for each full-time employee, excluding the first 30 employees. If one full-time employee receives a federal premium subsidy for marketplace coverage. Next, if the coverage doesn't provide minimum value, which means it's at least 60% of total allowed costs expected to be incurred under the plan, or isn't considered affordable, which means it costs more than about 9% of the employee's income, you have to pay a penalty. In 2020, you'll pay the lesser of $3,860 per full-time employee receiving a subsidy or $2,750 per full-time employee minus the first 30. Clear as mud? <laughs> Employers definitely have found it confusing. The IRS started enforcing the mandate in 2016 and identified at that time that nearly 50,000 employers were at risk for compliance actions. More than 4.4 billion in penalties have been issued so far. Now, what options do you have to file these 1095Cs? If you're filing more than 250, you have to file electronically. If you have fewer, you can file by paper. I personally have done it both ways. And even if you think it will be easier on paper, generally electronic is an easier process. So, how do you file electronically and what vendors are available to manage this process? There are three. Option one is payroll companies. Payroll companies are used to filing tax forms, so that's a benefit. However, because 1095Cs require benefits information, HR or the benefits broker becomes the involuntary middleman or woman. The circumstance can create tension and slow down the process. Option two is standalone vendors. 
Standalone vendors are vendors who exclusively provide 1095C solutions. Because standalone vendor 1095C solutions act independently of other systems, they must pull benefits information from different sources. Depending on the system, the software may generate PDFs and provide some reporting functionality, and it may e-file the documents as well as mail them to employees. These systems are often available through tax prep providers. And when the 1095C requirements were new, they became mandatory for the 2015 tax year, and employers were in a time crunch to become compliant. At that time, a standalone strategy may have made sense. However, in my experience, most groups have realized that manually pulling coverage data is a lot of work on an annual basis, especially if you have this information already compiled in the benefits administration platform. A better option is to use a 1095C solution that's tied to a benefit system, which already stores all the relevant information. And that brings us to option three, benefits administration software providers. They can be the most logical platforms to use when filing 1094 and 1095C forms. These providers are an obvious choice because benefits administration software already hosts all the information necessary to complete both 1094 and 1095Cs. And many also handle mailings and e-filings. Ultimately, administrators will want to consider how much of their time is currently spent on the 1095C process and whether that can be minimized by using a system connected to their benefits platform. By the way, whenever 1095Cs come up, it's not uncommon for this topic to raise questions around individual health insurance penalties. The counterpart to the ACA's employer mandate is the individual mandate. This part of the law required most consumers to carry qualified health coverage or pay a fine. The Trump administration has made some changes to the law that can cause confusion for employees and employers alike. Technically, the individual mandate is still in the books. But as of last year, the federal individual mandate penalty is now set at zero. One mistake that might come up is thinking that because the individual mandate penalty is all but done away with, and employees aren't penalized for lacking coverage, employers won't be penalized for failing to offer it. And that is not the case. The employer mandate and its penalties are still very much in place. Further, the $0 penalty is from a federal perspective. One recent update is now some states are getting into the game. Uh, New Jersey, for example, has an individual penalty based on average cost of a bronze plan in the state. And beginning this year, New Jersey requires employers to provide the state with the same 1095C form they provide the IRS. And they have to use New Jersey's system for filing W-2 forms. Other states with individual mandate penalties include uh, Massachusetts, D.C., and Vermont. For this reason, it's important to stay on top of your state's specific health coverage laws and requirements. Look, either way, most organizations likely have the opportunity to make this process less of a headache in 2020. For our organization of about 65 employees, the 1095C process represents a commitment of about 45 minutes for this HR party of one. If you're looking for more information on streamlining this process, check out the link in the description to the free intro to 1094-1095C course on Bernie U. If you're unfamiliar, Bernie U is the online continuing education platform for HR parties of one. It covers everything from the basics, common misconceptions, and how to prepare and file and more. Thanks for tuning in to HR Party of One. Please tune in again next week as we tackle our next HR topic. If you have a request for a topic, please email us at hrpartyofone at bernardhelp.com. That's hrpartyofone at bernardhelp.com. And uh, please follow us on all the socials. Um, you'll see them in the description.